Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Solzy. Candle. Mock. Sheen Washable. J-Mart. Yep. See, that worked out perfectly. Jeff was drinking when that happened. That's what you need to start doing, Kendall. It's the pause that I need to learn. You need to learn it. Um, today's show is going to be all about fantasy football. The worst thing ever created. No, it's not. It is. Um, so, before that, Toast to Excellence. I believe Mr. Kendall Reed would like uh, to call this Toast to Excellence. I would, and I'm the Toast to Excellence. Uh, my goodness. Well, hold on. We're going to do the starting yeah, lineup anyway. Go around the... Yeah, I was going to say. Machine Wash will lead us off again. You know. I have... Uh, I believe I've had this on the show before, but from the Counterweight Brewery here in Connecticut, I have the Headway IPA. Okay. Today we have uh, Pinball from Two Brothers, also been featured on the show from Solzy. He had it, was not a fan. And uh, I'm going to have it today. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to have my favorite, Too Juicy Baby. Excellent. By Black Hog, I'm going to have some hog water. That's right. Can you please read the description? A hop lover's wet dream. Excellent. I'm having Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wet dream. I want everyone on the show to know that some 20-odd years ago, this was the craft beer. Yeah, up there with, like, Blue Moon. <laughs> no. You get out. <laughs> you are done. Before the before the, the crack of the beers, our toast to excellence, Mr. Kendall Reed. LaDainian Tomlinson for making the Hall of Fame. To LaDainian Tomlinson. Ah, the Guinness foam. Did you hear the foam? Did you hear, did you hear just, like, squeak right out of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Kendall's lapping up his beer as we speak. Kendall just spilled about a third of his beer on his crotch. It was like... <laughs> Volcano, <laughs> and for no reason, you didn't even get shaken up. Jerk off, Kendall uh, Reed, unable to open a beer <laughs> since 1994. Basically, it's every show. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on uh, crash. As per last show, with my uh, incorrect, most incorrect guess and Machine's washable absence from the trivia question, we have something delightfully terrible in front of us, as prepared by Jeff Martin. <laughs> Um, so remember the rules, Mock. No sniff. Just a sip. You have to do the whole thing, though. It's probably not going to happen. There's a, there's you're more doing the whole f- thing. No, there's no, more no, no. food in here than liquor. You're doing the whole thing. Do you see how much I have? Yeah, but you're not going to drink that whole thing. I'll do the whole thing because you're going to do the whole thing. That's how it's going to work. Kyle's got drinks some of that. Salute, Mock. No, you don't. Wow. Oh, that's my God. Like that's gross. spicy. <laughs> oh, man. Good, good. <laughs> And there's only one non-booze product in that? I'll clarify it when we get to it. So what's the name for it? Well, hold on. we got to guess what's in there first. Yep. Um, Vanilla bourbon or something like that. Yeah. It kinda... There is a bourbon, but it's not vanilla. I'm going to say... Chocolate. I shouldn't have to chew on it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead... It's the treat after. I'm going to go ahead and guess that it's... Eagle Rare Bourbon... Uh... Peach tree and garlic salt. You got one right. Excellent. It's peach tree. So what's the name? The name is Frank's cheese. Frank's cheese. <laughs> Frank's uh, cheese. Is that Parmesan? That is. <laughs> <laughs> we got some hot sauce, which is the questionable one because I've had a shot of Patron with hot sauce in it at a bar. Yeah. So that that's like a gray area. So it's hot. Grated sauce. Parmesan cheese. You got a Litchfield's own coffee bourbon, peach tree, and a little. Touch of lime juice. 
I think I would throw up. <laughs> that explains why the snifter was completely full as opposed to the usual third of the way up we usually uh, do. Yeah. Um, so that was terrible. Yeah, that was that was rough. Well, since I was the one who got the, the question wrong last time, trivia time for you, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Biased football time. Show's all about football today. We're going to talk about the Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. Duh, Bears. Where they played the Colts. Don't you dare. Ever. <laughs> You're not a Bears fan. You can't That's say true. it. In the Super Bowl where they faced the Colts, how many receiving yards did Moose and Muhammad have? I'm going to go with the 64. Okay. 81. 60. 14. Looks like one Kendall Reed will be doing the shot. He had 35 receiving yards, <laughs> but he scored a touchdown. I knew he scored, but I just figured he had way more yards. No, he had 35 receiving yards. Are you, are you excited to do the gross shot? Wait, were well, you the furthest? I don't remember what Kyle said, to be honest. 60. I had I was 81. You said 64. I said 60. Okay. Same shit. No, so Mock has to do the shot. All right, perfect. No. So, Kendall, it you get to do the gross five. shot. No, right, are you well, excited? anything like... Uh, was it Tony's Pizza? Or no, that's Frank's, <laughs> Frank's Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Good. That was not good. Yeah, good. that was good. I wanted to really spice it up, if you know what I mean. I don't want to be cheesy or anything. I need you to catch a moth. A moth, wow. <laughs> I'd like to trap Jeff in a room full of moths. For those of you who don't know, Jeff is terrified of winged insects. Well, actually, he's kind of terrified of all bugs, but especially ones with wings. Except for the... Uh, what are they? The the pill bugs, the roly polies. Those are those are cool with me. They don't have wings. What about cockroaches? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> All right, no, thank you. Excellent. So uh, we here at Getting Sports with Drunk have decided to divvy up fantasy football positions. Um, there's some weird some weirdos out there. If you're one of them, I'm sorry, but there's the people who pick their own defenses. Not a fan of that. Too much going on. So. We go by the standard rules, which is quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, kicker, and defense. I couldn't ever imagine picking an entire defense. No, me neither. I've be, done it. Be as hard. I've done it too. But it's up like with you, an MLB team. You start picking players you don't really know. You're just like, yeah, this guy's available in the thirteenth round. So Kyle, would you like to lead us off with yours? I will. So I too bad because Jeff's got quarterbacks, so he's going to go first. Ooh, wow, <laughs> wow. So Jeff Martin's. Top three fantasy quarterbacks in right. order. In now you get the choose. Are you order. going from three to one or one to three? I'll go from three to one. All right. Hopefully there's some serious debate going on from that guy, Kyle Souls, slash Mojito, slash Juicy Baby. The man of many names. Oh, there will be. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Tom Brady. Number one. Rubies, no problem. Wow. You have no debates with that. Nope. I have debates with that. All right. I, I disagree with Tom Brady being number two. I don't. I don't think Tom Brady should ever be in the top three for fantasy quarterbacks. I, I just don't. I mean, he he has good games. Don't get me wrong. And I mean, I I know past years will prove me wrong, but overall, he's never the guy in yards. He might be the guy in touchdowns, but not with. An unhealthy Rob Gronkowski, or, you know, just Rob Gronkowski in general. Mm-hmm. As long as there's clubs to be had, he'll be unhealthy. I just, I don't, I don't see Aaron Rodgers being outperformed by Tom Brady in 
fantasy football points. I, I can't see it. I agree with the t- And I hope you know how much that pains me to say that. <laughs> I hope you know that the fire that is burning in my anus right now from saying that. I'm literally having diarrhea from all orifices by saying that. I um I agree with the list of three. Just in case anybody was unclear, I really dislike Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. Make sure that was really cleared up for everybody. I agree with the list Seriously, of three. Seriously, I can't stay there. <laughs> Alright. Right, Just not the order. Um I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be the number one quarterback. Then Brady, then Breeze. Um, Rodgers, he has the tar- he has the weapons around him to just compile points. I think he's going to be the top quarterback this year. I I agree with Breeze being one. Yeah, and I do it because in, in most fantasy no football bias leagues, here either. well, in most fantasy football leagues, there's there's point bonuses for yardage, and nobody can outthrow Drew Breeze. You only have they, three they less keep touchdowns. Taking his weapons away. It doesn't matter. He's never had a Pro Bowl receiver. He's kind of always had a lack of weapons. That's true. That's a good point. I agree with the list, uh, but I also have Rodgers over Breeze. I just feel that Rodgers will have a, a year where he throws a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. But Breeze is number two. No Aaron Rodgers, career-high interceptions this season. You heard it here first. Putting Brady above him. Um, I agree with the list. I would put Breeze at number two just because I'm afraid of the pow- the, the running game being much oh, yeah. better than it was last year. The un- It's unproven running game. Yeah, but I think and Peter- you also have another receiving running back, Breeze for president. I think Peterson will make that running game a lot better. Well, of course, if but, he's healthy. Yeah, and I think Rodgers will be one, Breeze will be two, Brady will be three. All right, that's that's right. fair. That's fair. Everyone's got their own assessment. I like how none of us disagreed with anybody on the list, though. I can't help but notice Blaine Gabbert was left out, but <laughs> thank you. So, who do you Kyle, have- real quick? Oh, okay. Let's touch on Kyle and his every quarterback every year. It used to be Josh Freeman. Looked good the first, you know, throw he threw, so he loves him. Now it's Blaine Gabbert. It used to be Bortles. Just sickens me. Anyway, so what are we going on to now? The uh, your bust, the bust. Okay, my bust is going to be Cam Newton, big time. I think between the whole, they want him to be a pocket passer. He wants nothing to do with it, and just him. Progressively getting worse. I, I see him having a very, very step down year. I have an agreeing argument. I agree that he's going to be bad, but I don't think he could be your bust because he's not coming off a good year. But people tend to pick him just for the whole dual threat. He'll yeah, always be. He'll always be like a top. I wouldn't say a top tier. It's tough with the quarterbacks because you, you can't say, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is a bust." That's bold. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson's my bust. I, it's funny. I agree. I had the same thought because I think Cam's going to bounce back this year. Um, but I see Russell Wilson kind of not regressing because he's very good, but just having a big time like down season. My bust would be Alex Smith. I think this is the year he just craps the bed. Unfortunately, right. he's been flirting with. I know it. who Kyle's is. Who do you think it is? Dak Prescott. No. No. My bust would be Matt Ryan. Good. I feel like Man, I'm gonna buy you a drink after this. How <laughs> <laughs> would you like a nice that? Twenty-two ounce. We're gonna go do. <laughs> grab has... a couple beers and dump them out all over Home Depot. <laughs> go on, Kyle. He had such a strong year last year. No, no, don't say other things. <laughs> but he had the he had the um, the tendency to to throw a lot of picks, and I think he's going to throw way more picks than touchdowns. Good. And then just real quick, who do you, who do you have for your sleeper quarterback of the year? 
It's tough because I don't really know if you'd call it a sleeper, but I think, especially pending Ezekiel Elliott, I think Dak Prescott could take the next step fantasy wise. Well, it's not, it's not a terrible it's not a terrible sleeper because I mean he didn't really like he he more wowed he, with ball security exactly. and decision making and not with stats. real football. He was great fantasy football. He was you know he was an okay yeah, guy to have on the bench. But... Exactly. All right, Good that's fair. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Souls. Um, I think Derek Carr. Um, he, even though he had a, a strong year last year, but I think this year he's going to really take the Aaron Rodgers level and really utilize Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree a lot better than yeah. he did last Plus year. Plus, he's got the running game now, too. Marshawn Lynch. Beast mode. Guy's so not playing flip-flops. He's got more. <laughs> so the arguably second most important position on any NFL team, well, offensively minded, the running back. Especially in this dying era. <clears throat> Kendall Reed, what do you have for us? I think my list is going to be the same for basically everybody. I think everyone has the same list. Going from three to one, I have Elliot, Johnson, and then Bell. And I just, I just, I can't find a way to argue it differently. Um, I'd be interested to see what you guys have to say. But oh, I, I see feel- some head shaking already. No, oh, I just can't believe Brian Leonard's not on the top. <laughs> what about Jim Leonard? He was a great safety. Fitzgerald Tucson. <laughs> Well, see, I, I'm a big advocate. I think that David Johnson's a better running back than Le'Veon Bell, and I'll argue that forever. You know, I, I know Kyle won't agree with it, but it's just it's harder because Bell is a better receiving back. So fantasy wise, it's that hard to bad. argue with those points. Um, Johnson's going to play all 16 games. Bell doesn't do that. That's true, but it, it's it's really hard, it's hard to argue with it. I mean, the only the only really argument you could potentially make outside of biases for Johnson and Bell is does Elliot have the same production that he has? Um I'll leave I'll leave the name that I was thinking about off just in case he's your sleeper, but Well I will say I mean for me as a Steeler fan, you know, Bell has to play a full season. Because otherwise I mean Well your window's like, closing. Yeah and Well case, your Ben Roethlisberger window is closing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it's like it's, it's your hard. Landry Jones window yeah. though. It might be wide open. Wide open. But it's hard to defend a guy as good as he is, but to have him not play, you know, a full season, you know, it's tough to stand there like, well, no, you're wrong because blah, 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 blah. But if he plays a full 16, he's hands down the best back in the league. Especially, I mean. If he plays a full 16 games, he but he loves he'll, that very, he'll very easily be, I think, in my opinion, the highest point getter in yeah. fantasy football more Absolutely. than any quarterback. Absolutely. Who's your sleeper? My sleeper is Melvin Gordon. Okay. Alright. See, I was, he can't be a sleeper because he's too good. The only name I think that could be argued to be on that top three list is DeMarco Murray. He had an outstanding year in his first year, first year with Tennessee. Yeah. His first year with Tennessee had a great year. Yeah. And it's only going to get better now that they have Eric Decker. Because it's just, it's just more, more options down the field, which takes more people out of the, the box. See, I, d- I just think LeGarrette Blunt is so overlooked. Especially in Detroit. In Detroit, specifically. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like nobody cares. Out. That's what what's crazy is no one cares what he did last year. 18, what do you have? 18, 18. touchdowns, broke a thousand yards. He had his best, best year, but I, I think he's... I think he's just a big back. I don't think he's a good back. Yeah. What's your <clears> bust? <throat> Devontae Freeman. Good, good. I'm also going to take you out. <laughs> we'll all head up Home Depot after. Because though he didn't have an outstanding year last year, it was good enough, and he's splitting time. I think it's kind of just going to be a downhill progression for him. I just, and especially with the Falcons losing Super Bowl, I think there's going to have to be a Super Bowl hangover. I think things are just going to be a mess. 
down in Georgia. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Souls, the surplus position. Uh, from three to one, I got Odell. Why don't you Why don't you tell the people what your position is? Wide receivers. Okay, excellent. Thank you. You're really getting the hang of this podcast thing. I'm I'm really proud of you. I got Odell at three, Julio two, and Brown at one. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Too many targets in New York for Odell to get the main target all the time. Julio Jones is a freak of nature. He's going to do what he does. And Brown will, won't be double covered anymore. So he'll get more looks from Ben. I'm going to disagree with your list completely. <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting Julio Jones number one. Um, I just think he's the only reliable target that, that Ryan has. And he's kind of proven time and again that even if he is the only reliable target, it just works for him. Um, I'm not going to argue that he's not going to be inconsistent because he does have inconsistent games, but it just kind of seems like the games where he's on, he makes up for those lack of inconsistent games. Even games he misses because of injury. Yeah, but he's still... Like, like, an off game for him is still a decent outing from a yeah. wide receiver, and then the next week he comes up and gives you 35 points. Um, so I think he's number one. I give Brown two, and I only do it because of the inconsistency at the quarterback position, and as we talked about, somewhat of the running back position. If Bell goes down, I mean, when, when Bell wasn't there, it hurt Antonio Brown. It's going to help him. Yeah. It's, it's going to help and hurt him, That especially now that Martavius Bryant is going to be back. Well, I we, mean, we still don't know that. Well, he's coming. I think they, they announced that he's going to be back. He's going to be Did cleared next, tomorrow, I think they said it was going to happen. But like now that he's back, it frees up Antonio Brown a little more, but it also takes away targets because Martavius Bryant is a very big deep ball threat, and we know the Steelers love the deep ball. More than probably any other team in the NFL. I, I even put Brown three just due to Ben. Like the guy was gonna retire, then all of a sudden, no, no, we're good. Just like he, I, I don't see the same. I think Kyle ben almost just started see. trying. Well, well, he's gonna have to I, face I'm the putting, fact. I'm putting Cooper over Beckham. I am. Um, you touched on the, the the target thing, especially you yeah. know now that Shepard's not going to be out for the season, which yeah. is big. Yeah. Um, I mean they don't have a running game, but they have three very reliable targets. They just got that nice tight end in the draft. Yep. They're still working Will tie into the system, and he's proven to be good. But there's inconsistency at quarterback still. I mean Eli Manning is going to be Eli Manning for the rest of his career. It's pretty much set in stone. And I talked about the inconsistency with Julio Jones. Odell Beckham Jr.'s is a little more kind of in your face, I feel, as at least as a fantasy owner from what I've seen. I've just seen too many games where he comes out with a touchdown in 35 yards. Yeah, it happens. And then a touchdown in 35 yards, and then 100 yards with no touchdown, and then maybe he'll blow, blow up for 212 and two touchdowns. But he also, he kind of, he, I feel like he loses targets because of his crybaby-ish attitude. Um, It's funny, because I, I also don't have Odell in the top three this year. I would have had in that three spot Jordy Nelson. I, I mean, Rodgers loves throwing the ball, and Nelson's his favorite target. I think he's going to rack up but crazy Jordy Nelson? this year. Yeah. Over Randall Cobb? Yeah. Maybe in a PPR league, but I don't know. Randall Cobb gets the touchdowns. In, I, I mean, either one of them. He had a lot really last year, though, Nelson. Nelson, I think, led wide receivers last year in touchdowns. Once. But I'm saying, like... But Randall Cobb regularly leads that team. I'm saying, Nelson led all receivers. Right, but I'm, but once he was the leader on the team in touchdowns, whereas Randall Cobb traditionally leads the yeah. team. So shut it. <laughs> Kelly, got any, any uh, disturbances or uh, no, discrepancies? That's, that's my list also. Yeah, of course it is. Steelers fans stick together. Um, hey. What do you got for sleeper? Uh, Eric Decker. 
I feel like in Tennessee, he's going to get a lot of short touchdowns and wife. short. He's got a smoking hot wife. And, uh, and just yeah. like yeah, the touchdowns <laughs> are going to equal out to the yardages. And Tune into our next show where we just talk about Brooke Decker. <laughs> Brooke. I just feel like Tennessee is a perfect fit for him. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he kind of took a hit last year. I mean, he was injured last year, too. Yeah. But, but Brooke. Talk about a hit. The, the Jets are taking a really big hit at wide receiver. All three of their top receivers are now gone. Yeah. I like the I like the Eric Decker pick, but I I think a sleeper that a lot of people are going to forget about too is Alshon Jeffrey. I think I think he's still going to go because he's Alshon Jeffrey, but he's kind of been quiet, and now he's actually got like he, he's he's actually there to be able to pose the deep ball threat. Yeah, and he's a he's a big he's a big boy. He can he can do whatever he wants. I um I have a sleeper also for wide receiver, and this is a guy I don't know. If he's gonna have a ton of points, but I think he's gonna win people fantasy matchups. Sterling Shepard. I do. He's gonna get probably fifty yards a game, and it's gonna win people games. And he's gonna throw in touchdowns. He's a sleeper at the wide receivers. Uh, my sleeper is uh, Greg Lewis. He retired a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your bust? AJ Green. The Bengals took a big hit at offensive line and. Andy Dalton won't be able to give him the ball much. He won't have the time yeah, okay. to do it. Uh, we need to keep talking. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just stare at him. Are you, are you saying bust in terms of he's going to have if a dip in productivity or he's just going to be completely unproductive? No, he'll be productive, but he won't have the yardage and touchdown that he's the year before. All right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. He's definitely going to see a dip, but I still don't think it's, it's bust worthy. Um, for me, I think, I think a a big bust, at least in my eyes, is going to be Des Bryant. Um, I just, until Dak Prescott, and I mean, granted, he's only played one year, but until Dak Prescott shows me that he's willing to throw the ball more than 10 yards in the middle of the field, um, it really kind of takes away what Des Bryant's about. Kettle, what are you for a bust? For a bust, and I've, I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I, I think I need one more minute to think. Okay, I, so I, you're I not going to have one then. <laughs> well, no, I will. I will. Um, I'll, I'll jump in and take his spot. I think Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs is going to be a bust this year. He's a small, fast, like deep, down-the-field threat. Ted Ginn. Alex Smith doesn't throw down the field. They're taking him out of kick and punt returns, so I think Hill's just going to fade out. You got any busts on your mind, Jeff? For receivers? Not really. Harry Douglas? No. I, it, it's such a tough position to have a bust. I, I can't say Odell Beckham is going to be a bust, but it is true. There's more depth, more options. Well, it's hard to because in this league, every week there's somebody on some team that Exa- yeah, gets picked up by 400,000 so people because it's a throw-happy league. Your minute's up. Do you have a bust? I'm ready. I have, I have Doug Baldwin. Excellent. I'm not even going to touch on it, though. <laughs> That's okay. That's what right. I'm picking. Perfect. Mark, who do you got in tight ends? Three to one. Um, My tight end list from three to one. I know it. Number three. Is it Kyle with the tightest end? (laughs) Number three is the rookie, O.J. Howard. Bold. Number two is Greg Olson, and number one is Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's kind of hard to not argue with your number three. I I think that that offense is going to be explosive, and I think he's going to be heavily involved. My number, th- my number three is whichever of the two Chargers tight ends stays healthy, <laughs> whether it's Gates or Henry, either one of Give them. Give us Gates. Because, I mean, there's a lot, uh, it's, it's pretty apparent 
to teams that love tight ends, but I feel like it kind of goes unnoticed how much Philip Rivers loves tight ends. Um, I mean, Antonio Gates has kind of been his target forever, but he he made Hunter Henry look real good. Yeah. In his first year, and I think if I think if that comes around again, if Gates doesn't get hurt or stops performing because of age, whatever the case may be. I think it's I think it's him. It's kinda of hard to argue Travis Kelsey being really kind of the only reliable target. Um He's also the like familiar target in Kansas City. Macklin's gone. Hill, you know, played last year, but like I said, he's a deep threat. Smith doesn't throw downfield. Kelsey's gonna be that, you know, almost security blanket mid range and rack it up. Any any other discrepancies with the list? I feel like Gronk definitely should be in there. If he's healthy. He'll be healthy. That's the, I mean, how, how do you say that? How do you just, exactly. he'll be healthy. How? He'll play 14 games and will outscore all those guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> to, to count a yard, no. It will. Well, I'm waiting for him to do it. <laughs> Let this be the year. I'll wait for him. Are you taking Charles Clay? Uh, actually, even better. Chris, Chris Gregg, <laughs> newly signed with the New York Jets. That's a team who doesn't have a lot of players. Maybe he's already hurt. Don't say that. <laughs> I have, he is. I follow him on Instagram. He's never been better. <laughs> Hashtag my year. I want you to go look that up for him. Now, um, I'm actually going to change mine. Um, forget the Chargers. Martellus Bennett. Yeah. He's got, you know, just the greatest quarterback in football today. I hate Aaron Rodgers, in case that wasn't stated earlier. Um, but he's got the greatest fo- the quarterback in football today, throwing him the football. I mean, uh, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback, but I mean, throwing the football-wise, Aaron Rodgers is pretty much the peak of the career right now, and Martellus Bennett's a guy who is big. Like, I mean, you, you saw the explosion of offense he had with Tom Brady, and I mean, granted, Tom Brady likes tight ends a little more than Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah. but... I think it's safe to say he's going to have a pretty disgusting year. I um to to piggyback off what Solzy said, Gronkowski is my bust this year. I think right. he's just going to be hurt again. And even if he's there, I, I don't think they'll feature him how they used to because he's just going to keep getting hurt. Any other any other bust, <laughs> Kyle? Well. That was gonna be my Gronkowski's gonna be my bus, but it's biased. Yeah, we know what you're gonna say yeah, from yeah, yeah, any yeah, Patriot. Well, I mean, that's is a bus. not true. I mean, they have a really good special teamer. His name escapes me, <laughs> but he's gonna be good. You got any busts on your mind, Kyle? Excellent. <laughs> Jim Decker's. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Fleener. Yeah, I I don't buy into Fleener. I I sort of did when we first got him. I thought you know with Breeze he'd be. Elevated to a top tier tight end didn't happen. We'll we'll see. I I just don't see it. I see it taking another step backwards. Sleeper, my sleeper is Julius Thomas. I think he's going to end up with a ton of touchdowns this year. Um, they did. They just brought in Jay Cutler to Miami. I think Julius is going to be a red zone threat more than he ever was. Um, and I think he's going to revamp his career in Miami. I'm going to say a name that's not going to get me drink spot at the bar. Um, and that's Jimmy Graham. Um, oh, you'll still... Is it a bust? No, it's a sleeper. Sleeper. <laughs> sleeper. Mm. Uh, Jim Graham, you said? <laughs> Jim Otto Graham? No. Uh, I'm going to listen to Home Depot. Jimmy Graham kind of started coming into his own as the year went on last year with Seattle. And I, I think with Russell Wilson, especially how I said earlier, I think he's going to have a bust year. I think he's going to kind of look 
for that more checkdown option, and they're they're utilizing Jimmy Graham more in the run game than the Saints did. So his routes are a little more shallow than usual. Yeah. He's not lining up in that wide receiver role as much, and he's not taking those you know those fly routes down the field where he's going to be bigger than everybody else. He's going to use his speed over the middle because, I mean, even for a tight end, he's big, but he's still very very fast, and I think that he can out outplay anybody at that linebacker position, especially in that division where all the linebackers. I mean, the Cardinals are pretty good, but the Rams are sketchy. But it's a division that's pretty weak. I mean, the Rams will still beat them because they're the Rams, mob squad. Um, but I think he's a for sure sleeper, in my opinion. It's funny because I had three names for the sleeper, and then I went with Julius, but I had Martellus Bennett and Jimmy Graham there. And it was, I couldn't, like, I would argue with you. pick one. I would have argued with you until the cows came home about Martellus Bennett being a sleeper. Jimmy Graham. You said it best. He had a, a good year. He's coming in his own. Time to trade him for a center. <laughs> I know I know a team in the NFC South that's got a pretty good center that they could trade for. Also got to think of Jared Cook from Oakland. Big year last year. I think he's going to have a bigger year this year. I think he had a good year because he had a quarterback that knew how to utilize him. Not that Carr's not a good quarterback, but I just I don't see Carr utilizing a new weapon that well right away. If Jared Cook stays in Oakland for three years, I think next year and the year after that. I think it was it, a fluke. I think his... I mean, he's stone hands. I mean, he was absolutely atrocious when he was in L.A. or St. Louis or whatever the mm. hell he was. Where the hell are they? St. Louis? I can't even remember. It was St. Louis. teams are changing too much. But he was really good with Tennessee. I agree. He had a great year with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think if he stays there, I think he turns out to be a really good wide receiver. But I just don't think Carr is going to utilize him the way he should right off the bat. I think Carr is still young enough where he's going to make mistakes, and I think those mistakes are going to come throwing to the more inexperienced guys he's with. One more name that we all forgot about was Delaney Walker. Mm, the guy yeah, puts up we, a, we didn't forget. He puts up a lot of numbers every year with the Titans. Yeah, he does. I But I left him off kind of <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Defenses and kickers, the real winners. Defenses are the reason you lose games, especially in leagues where you lose a lot of points for giving up. Giving up too many points. Kyle. Which will happen this year. The commissioner. Uh, kicker. I think kickers are the real winners. I've won a lot of games on the legs of kickers. So we'll start with defense. Um, three to one. I'm going to put the Giants at three. Um, always a pretty ferocious front seven. Very much improved secondary. Yeah. Uh, two, I'm putting the Cardinals. And Denver at top. Hmm. No gripes here. I, I can't really. I'm trying to find a, something to debate so we can keep things moving, but I, I can't really. I want to knock put, any of them out. Houston deserves to be on that list. I was trying to think of how to put Houston in, but who do you take out? I take out. I take out the Giants. Yeah. Well, shut up. I I just think they got a good pass rush. I think they can get you some sacks. I'm waiting for Kyle. The, the steel I agree curtain. The, the Texans and the Seahawks were both on my list. Like when, when considering. Um, they both do rack up a lot of sacks. The Seahawks have a pretty formidable secondary still, but they're not, I don't know, just to me they haven't been the, the, the shutdown interception kings that they've been known to be. And, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Cornerbacks have very short windows yeah. of greatness, and I think those windows are closing. Richard Sherman is still going to be a great shutdown corner, but he's not going to be the interception guy. And in terms of fantasy football, if you have Champ Bailey, for example, Champ Bailey wasn't winning your team any points because he gave up no no receptions. I mean, interceptions is where the points come from. Yeah. Um, other, there's other corners that are going to give up scores. And 
for Houston, I just I still think their offense is going to be a little tough. I mean, I definitely think that Hopkins is going to get more kind of limelight, which is another name that was left out of the wide receivers. But um, with a rookie quarterback, it's hard. So I just think that they're going to be on the field a lot. And, I mean, like we said with all these other players, like Gronkowski, I mean, Watt's got a lot to prove health-wise. He gets yeah. hurt a lot. And he does. I agree. I agree. And Clowney's, you know, not that he's not going to get hurt, but he, he's, he's got health hurt. issues. He's and the, the whole the whole defense has health issues from time to time. So that's where they left off. My sleeper, if you can call it a sleeper, I say Kansas City. The only reason I say that is because their defense did take hits this free this free agency and offseason and whatnot. But I still think they're going to be. I think they're going to do well. I put them in my sleeper because. I think a lot of teams or players are going to drop them from time to time because their offense isn't there. Mm-hmm. So, like any defense, it's really hard for your defense to put up points when they're on the field for 40 minutes out of the 60 minutes. Um, so you can you can argue about that as you will. Well, um, you know, I had an idea for a sleeper, but I'm I'm unsure if you have them as your bust, so I don't want to step on your toes. But um, I'm going to say the Vikings. Bust. Really? The Vikings are my bust. <laughs> you know, I, I I figured they would be kind of under the radar because they started off so hot last year and then fell off. So I, I see the at least defensively, they'll be okay. The offensive side is a little shaky, but... I say they're a bust, and the reason I say it is because, you're right, they did get hot, and if they get hot, it's wonderful. Mm. But the whole thing is, is they have to get red hot again. Yeah. Because the minute that they even started to cool off, they got shredded. I mean, they got shredded on Monday Night Football by a pretty disgusting Bears offense. I mean, they're, they're not good. It was Bear, fun to watch. It was it was fun to watch, but the, the, their offense was not. I mean, Jordan Howard played out of his mind last year, but the, their offense wasn't there. And, you know, they, they absolutely shredded them. And teams continued to shred them for weeks to come. I think that there was a lot to do about, you know, their safeties and whatnot. But I, I just don't think that they have a very formidable defense as people like to think they do and the other thing too is is they play in a division outside of the bears anyway but a lot of people like to sleep on the lions but they have a pretty good offense they do and it's to me just watching the vikings play it's a team that it's kind of easy to figure out their defense for sleepers though i'm gonna go with jacksonville they have a lot of young kids and they just brought in aj boye and cleas campbell do they have some leadership on that defense now? With players like Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack getting another year in, Dante Fowler Jr., I think they're really going to turn people's heads around. So now they'll only lose by 20 versus 30? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee they'll be all right uh, this year. I touch you two. almost guaranteed it, and then you pulled it away. They could win a division. <laughs> the division's not a runaway. I touched on two. I don't know if anyone can confirm. I think the NFC North plays the NFC South this year. Division-wise, and I think that's what happens. So if that's the case, I mean, we talked about the the Atlanta Falcons. They have the potential to be an explosive offense. Um, Carolina has the potential to be an explosive offense. Tampa Bay has a very sleeping offense that can really light up. New Orleans has an offense. I'd agree with that. Um, <laughs> but then we all the, the NFC North also plays the AFC North, and the Steelers have a really good offense. The Bengals have the potential to have a good offense. The Browns suck. Um, the Ravens have a good offense. It, you know, they, they're playing a lot of teams that are very capable of blowing up 35 points in a real hurry. So I, I just, I think the, I think the Vikings get hit hard this year. That one's for you, Handy. 
<laughs> Kickers. The real fun. Three to one. Prater, Bailey, Tucker. Wow. I would put Tucker one. He's the best kicker in this game. That's why I said three to one. Yeah. Didn't hear that. <laughs> Slow clap. I'm surprised <laughs> on you don't have Guskowski on there. Um, see, for me, Guskowski's I don't know, he's weird to me because it's the the Patriots either utilize him or they just score a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah, and I mean, I know you still get a point for the extra point kicked, but especially now with the extra point being moved back, a lot of kickers miss the extra point. There's much more room for blocking Tucker's in. got crazy range. Tuck, yeah, Tucker's got insane range. Um, really, honestly, for a long time on this list, I would have always had, um, what's his name, Zerlane, because he's got, like, insane range, but the Rams just can't even get on their own side of the field, so it doesn't matter. Um, Bailey's always good. Prater's always good. I mean, yeah. They just they, they've got good range. They've got the, the capability to to kick these field goals when they're you know the Ravens can be inconsistent on offense, but it, as long as you get to the thirty five, you're going to get points. And in a, in most fantasy leagues, you get more points for farther field goals. And these guys can pretty well consistently hit fifty yard field goals. There's really not too much room to argue with kickers. Bias sleeper <laughs> Connor Barth. <laughs> I think the, I think he with the Bears now. Yes, he is. <laughs> I think that um, I think Howard is still going to have. I think he's going to have a pretty good year. Their offensive line is healthy again, and I think it's going to still be pretty well for run game anyway. Um, you don't really know what we're going to get quarterback wise, but we still have we have a lot of young, hungry receivers looking to make their own. And now we got Victor Cruz, who could be good over the middle. You know, we we just we got. Some pieces, it could click. I mean, we're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think, but it could click enough to get the ball moving. Yeah. And if Connor Barth can, you know, improve on his range a little bit, I think he gets a lot of field goal opportunities. That's why Robbie Gould was so good for so long, because the Bears were really good at getting to the 25-yard line. If the end zone, if the, if the field was 75 yards, the Bears would have been undefeated for like 40 years. <laughs> but it's not. So I think I think Connor Barth's a good sleeper. Good sleeper for me would be Chris Boswell. The Steelers don't really get to really don't score much from the red zone in. The Steelers and Bears kind of have the same thing going on. You really don't have to keep them out of the end zone. You just just let them get to the red zone and they'll do the rest for you. See the the thing. Not to interrupt, Kyle. The Steelers also are going to burn you on a lot of extra points. They go for two a lot. Yeah, but that's if they score. A lot of times they don't score from the red zone in. So, like the Chiefs game last year, he had five field goals, or six field goals. Wow. He could do that again. <laughs> Very accurate. And just for a, a round of Guinnesses, I got, I got Bryant as my bust. <laughs> Excellent. His dad's coaching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, forgot all about that. I say Bryant just because I called this last time. Last time the, the Falcons were on a big hot streak and went into the playoffs, we were sitting there watching the game Kendall Knight School, and I said, they're going to have a terrible year next year, and they did. And I, I think that's going to kind of happen again. Um, not as bad of a drop-off, but I just don't – their defense is a lot better than it was the last time they had this big hot streak. But I, I don't. I just think their offense is going to kind of tank out again. I think they're going to put up numbers, but they're not going to – they're not going to score – outscore people as much as they did. And good. I don't – I don't know. I just <clears> – <throat> I see inconsistency from him from time to time, and Matt Ryan can be a little las- lackadaisical with the, the football, and I think Freeman becomes a fumble machine. I say 
Go Mike Nugent. I hope he has Hopkins? One. Mike Nugent Hopkins? No, no. Hall of Fame year this year out of Nugent. Bring it on. For bus. That was, that was a bus, though, that <laughs> nope. we were talking about. I, I went the other way. For bus, I'm going with Adam Vinatieri. He's still active, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's, I can't believe he's still playing. Right now, Andrew Luck's out the first six weeks of the season. Who's their backup? Is it still Matt Hasselbeck? No, he no, retired. He no, they'll bring him back. It they just, should. I can't see him nah. scoring a lot of points this year. Bring nah. Tebow to Indy? No. <laughs> they can't do that. Why? Because it interferes with baseball. Nah, play them both. Be like Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. <laughs> Just the poor man's version. <laughs> What's this guy do? Well, he plays two sports. He's a backup quarterback, and he plays single-A baseball. <laughs> he loves God. And he loves God. God. Uh, one big person we missed was Stephen Housefield. <laughs> I'm appalled at all of uh, Does he make the top three? No. Number four. But it's like, come on. <laughs> well, that's just it, though. He was number four, so you can't make him a sleeper. Yeah, he's a sleeper. Sleeper number four. I don't think that's a he thing. He sleeps well. Sleeps well. He's got a, he's got a my pillow. Well rested. He's got a my what? pillow. I got a my pillow. They're horrible. It's all right. Hopefully these fantasy predictions really screw up your teams and you guys yeah. finish in last. I know we're excited for our fantasy football league. We're not responsible for any losses on your fantasy teams. Yeah, this isn't ESPN. Um, I know. I don't. I don't know if you shared it with the other members of the the crew, but our man of many names ordered a trophy for this year for Did the actually for the winner it? of the fantasy football league and we'd also like to say that uh the newest nickname for uh, Kyle Souls is Milwaukee he likes Milwaukee's best now for those of you who don't know it's the best Milwaukee has to offer damn right he's also going to be throwing up shortly because <laughs> as a per bet with a uh, machine washable and Jmart um, he has to finish this disgusting shot that Jeff poured. After. We'll put it in the freezer. No. You're going to put it in the freezer, huh? No, you're doing it right now. i got a game, dude. I can't do that. Uh, oh, but you're going to. You're going to do, do it. it right after we do our beer reviews. Excellent. So if you throw me the ball today, I will hit you. You're the catcher. Ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, what do you wow. got for a beer review there, Reader? Uh, I like the pinball. Not as much as a uh, previous show. Last show, actually, when I had the Big Daddy, but it's it's good. It's good. The best thing about Kendall, all you have to do is find a, a beer with like a ridiculous name or slash can, and, and it just it. it doesn't matter how terrible it is. Be horse urine in there. You could put Bush Light in any can that's like vibrantly colored, and that'd be the greatest thing ever for him. <laughs> Judge the book by the cover. <laughs> now, Machine, I know you said you you've had the Headway before, but I, I'm a big fan of the Headway. Um, it's real easy drinking beer. IPAs are great. Eight out of ten. All right. Well. Too juicy is always one juicy in my heart, so it was fantastic. What? Uh, <laughs> that might be your worst beer sign-off ever. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't have a good one for this. How about you, J-Mart? I don't have anything to say after that. Come on, did the beer give you a wet dream like it says it would? Yeah, it gave me one of those, like... Like a semi? It started to be like, oh, I'm about to get it, and then all of a sudden you wake up, and your cat's pissing on your face. You know what I'm saying? You don't... You, get them. Uh, no. Oh, I own giraffes, but I've been in similar situations. Exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, so Guinness is just like the greatest thing ever. I mean, church. I've had it before. I'm going to have it again. <laughs> I'm not going to never stop drinking Guinness. It's it, it's. I love it because it's the stout that you can drink all year round. It's, it's just so delicious. 
I don't know what's going on with these two, these, <laughs> yeah. two, these, these, these names are, that are going on. Uh, Kyle, why don't you uh, go ahead and do this disgusting shot for the viewers? They're gonna, All they're of gonna, it. Come on, here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. good. oh man, good for you! Oh, that face. Oh. You ever seen someone throw up out of their eyes? That's what's going on right now. Oh. Good. good time to sign off. Oh. Well, he's he's vomiting right now. So uh, don't forget to follow us on all social medias. Machine Washable. Can you tell the listeners where they can find us? Uh, we can be found on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk. Same name on Instagram. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. That's right. Use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily needs, whether it's Kyle Souls vomiting in a toilet or doing a Parmesan shot. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.